The following audio program contains mature content, including offensive language. Listener discretion is advised. Play the radio. Make sure the kids hear words. You're talking to the guy that remembers everything. Remember that Tommy Yeah, I don't feel okay with that. I really don't. Gravitate is a loser. Biden is hiding people and sucking the blood of children. You know, I'm not even saying anything anymore. No, I'm serious. Why? Or maybe it's just that I'm hogged up on caffeine. And- because y'all get on to me for even saying anything. Oh. I'm done. No, I'm I- done. I'm done. You're supposed to fight back. Look, look. (laughs) I feel like you have a boner right now. I don't. The land of Fujiwa is a shitocracy. First and foremost, I am not fucking RoboTuner. (laughs) Robo, fuck you. That would be so tender. Number one. That's the play for a stripper to just go, oh, yeah, I listen to all of them all the time. (laughs) Why did the stripper turn to Matt Thomas? So where's the stripper from? Thomas, is that you, man? I thought it was genius, RoboTuner. You did a fantastic job. It is. I thought I I just wanted some money so I could buy some pop screen filters. (laughs) You dress up well, Thomas, man. I didn't know you were into this. You little LARPer, you. Someone shoot me. I have to live with him. All these podcasts in my feed, but something's wrong. Not a single one I follow. They sing their own theme song. Now I have my own, and I really must say, please offer us advertisement so we can do this for pay. Do this for pay. Back in 2015, just a desktop and two mics We found it hard on social media to get any likes Then we got new equipment and the world was much more fun Three years had gone by, now our studio is done RoboTuner, master of debacle, sitting at the helm Sushi keeping Matt in check, true ruler of this realm Thundercase shocking both their asses into gear Alex the intern, why am I even here? We're glad that you have joined for this occurrence of our show can't think of lyrics for this part, so here we go. The song is almost over, starting at last. Broadcasting from the dungeon at Castle Fujiwatch, Robotuner's Insignificant Podcast. <laughs> Occurrence. 146. For Sunday... August the 22nd, 2021, in the year of the type of food named after the most invincible martial artist. You know what, you know what that is? Chuck Beef. <laughs> wow, right off the gate. Right out of the gate. <laughs> He's got my crickets turned down. You turned oh, him sorry. Down. Here, let me turn him up. Yeah. Try again. Play the script. All right, there we go. He's trying to keep the truth from us. What truth? Turning into Biden. What truth? What's happening? (laughs) Sucking the blood of children? I'm serious. (laughs) Greetings. My butt's been wiped. (laughs) (laughs) My butt's been wiped. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. (laughs) Greetings. RoboTuner coming at you from the Dungeon of Castle Fujiwa. Back again with that low-budget podcast style for your listening enjoyment, amusement, disgust, or all the above. Take your pick. Joining me across the table table from me is my existing romantic life part- partner, Sushi, with bunny ears. Stop giving me bunny ears! <laughs> and we Shelly also- making bunny ears! <laughs> sushi. I was just mimicking you when we were kids. And I would have said sushi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I would have said, get off my couch. Yep, get off my couch. Yeah. And then we have the creepy groundskeeper at your elementary school, Thunder K. Whoa! Bring the thunder from the groundskeeper. 
<laughs> he didn't say it at graveyard. <laughs> and then we have returned to this week with the extra orange uh, windscreen on his head, Alex the intern. Hey. I had a hat. Hattie ho. Hat. <laughs> well, it's been quite a busy weekend for me. And of course, welcome back, Alex. From your okay, yeah, do it again. Hey guys, how you doing? Boy genius. <laughs> oh, that's a nice touch. Are you gonna change every week? What am I, Dexter? I don't know. Maybe every time we have a guest, and I have to change it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sounded like presetting your notes. Yeah. Yeah, I should make, I should make Matt do that. Change it for whatever. Uh, you know, like today, I'm the creepy groundskeeper. That could be my my line. Yeah, well, you like you couldn't see it until uh, until what? <laughs> or until you actually say it. Ah, okay. Well, it's not like you paid attention. You didn't even know what said it until he said. Actually, I did. I just didn't say anything. Oh. <laughs> well, I had quite the busy weekend. It actually started on Friday night. I went to see the Cutthroat Finches at the Twilight Lounge, which I think that's. The first time that they played, and since the pandemic began, what are you guys doing? I saw the hand gestures. That's dumb. Y'all are both dumb. Very mature. I know. (laughs) Anyway, I think this is the first time that I've seen them since before the pandemic started. And the, they were actually the only band that played on Friday night, which is unusual because usually the Twilight Lounge has at least two bands that play whenever they have live music. They actually played two sets, and they had Matt Tedder, uh, formerly the band Polydogs, and was also a former contestant on The Voice. He sat in doing lead guitar their first set, and he also did a solo acoustic set. I know you already told me yeah. all this. Oh, I know I did. I'm telling the... This is not a podcast I'm making for your information. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Is this for Dustin's information? No, this is for anybody <laughs> that listens. Wait, so wait, this isn't just us talking in a circle with his headphones on? <laughs> like, this actually goes on the internet? Yes. What is I, happening oh, right We're now? not on a closed does circuit, it, damn it. Does it ever feel like this is less of a podcast and more of a weekly report to Dustin? <laughs> <laughs> Dustin, this is my week. Let me tell you what I did. <laughs> So, like, Dustin never has to text Robo Yeah, but let me tell you what I did. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> anyway, they did, really, they did really, really well. And then I actually had a gig with my band, The Jet Noise, on Saturday night at the Ridgely Lounge. I got tangles in my hair. should have brushed it earlier. That is not a girly thing to do <laughs> at all. I'm not the only dude who has tangled long hair out there, okay? Yeah, but... They don't curl their hair at the ends like you do. I don't curl my hair. Okay. They definitely don't primp Prove it on it. camera. Prove they're, it. They're natural curls. I don't give oh, shit yeah. after natural. I get out of the shower. You know, see? Yeah, they're you natural. Don't see, you don't see him at night when he has the curling, the curling iron hair things Right. In. He's got the pink curlers that he rolls up. He's like, Shelly, help me with this. Hey, Shelly, help me with this. You work on the Sudoku puzzle with a face mask on, too. <laughs> He's the one that wears the bonnet when he goes to bed. I want to paint some flames in my hair, Shelly. <laughs> help me make it. Why would I want to paint flames in my hair? That's weird. <laughs> anyway. But the bad. curling thing is absolutely natural, but the flame <laughs> thing... Even I tried to make him sound manlier, and it just I didn't know. work. It didn't it work. It didn't work. He wants to sound like a girl. You know, if you want to keep long hair, all you have to do is just get it short in the front, and you can have a mullet. 
Or like a fringe cut? No, do a mullet. Business in the front, party in the back. It's in style right now. Do a mullet. It is not. It really is. Yes, it is. I don't give a shit. I would never get a mullet. I think think they're dumb. (sighs) I think you're dumb, Robotina. You should... The reason you want to do a mullet is... Well, you grow one out, Alex. No. Yeah. Let me tell you... you just got your haircut today, dumbass. No, we didn't. No, I did. They're all closed. Listen. We didn't pay anybody to make that. I'm trying to tell you what you need to do. You need to do a mullet so you can turn it into a mohawk. And then have it long in the back. Just mohawk on top <laughs> and long in the awesome. back. That would be awesome. I know. I, I kind of dig it. Can, do you do little pins? You like know, this? I immediately went to him rocking on his bass. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. We've got the, the spikes. Yeah, and they're going... And like turns around and starts shaking his head like this. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> so, my band played with Zach Spivey who is a solo artist but he's also in a band called the called the nothing my mind immediately goes to the never ending story because that's that was the force that they were trying to get from anyway your next band should be called the bog of eternal stench the bog of eternal stench why because my butt stinks when i fart no no i think that he should name his next band grody because you can't go my butt's been wiped my butt's been wiped my butt's been my butt's been wiped. My butt's been wiped. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, Go ahead. Sorry. Anyway, he was kind of he was kind of early nineties, uh, not early nineties, but late nineties, like post grunge. Uh, he had a three piece, and they they did all right. And then, excuse me, the headlining act was Polly O'Keary and the Rhythm Method, who apparently is a fairly well-known blues trio out of Seattle, Washington. They were on tour and the Ridgely Lounge was their Fort Worth stop. I think they were going to Abilene tonight. Anyway, they were really fun to watch. And it was kind of a... What was that? Oh, you're trying to get the butts... My butt's been wiped? <laughs> Sound bite again? Yeah, there he goes. <laughs> my butt's been wiped. My butt's been wiped. Oh, that's <laughs> even slowed it down. It sounds even closer. We <laughs> know that. Butt's been wiped. I mean, he didn't really say that, but it's funny because it really sounds like he said I it. I know it does. <laughs> I bet he's looking back on that like, oh shit. I bet he doesn't even remember now. I bet he didn't care. I'm willing to bet money. I bet he doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. I bet at that level they have so many bad videos of him. He just, yeah, he probably just puts it in the pile. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think he just tries to one up himself every single time? Not intentionally. I did say, who cares? He's like, how can I fuck up now? Like that video I sent you where he said a bunch of shit, and this guy was like, Joe Biden said someone has an inspirational quote that I want to say to you today, and then he lists, he reads exactly. A, Word for word, what he said, and and it would made no sense. None made no sense. Like that <laughs> sentence you just said to us. That made sense. Play the radio. Make sure the kids hear words. <laughs> anyway, I know I'm picking on him today, but I just it's funny to me some that of the shit that he says. That is funny. This goes back to our childhood though, because mm-hmm. they've been making fun of presidents since we were. I mean, they made fun of Ronald Reagan. Oh they yeah, made, they made fun of uh, Gerald Ford. I mean, you gotta laugh at it. Yeah, like, regardless of what side of the aisle you're on, you just gotta laugh at it. Oh yeah. I mean, if you don't have that kind of sense of humor, whatever. God you know? help you. Yeah. I just uh, every time I hear it, cracks me up. My butt's my wife. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. And actually, the the first time i heard about this i read the transcription and i thought it said my butt's been whipped 
And I thought, oh, is, is they getting on to him for talking out of turn at a press conference again? And then I played it, and I was like, oh, shit, he said white. My butt's been white. They got on to him for talking out of turn at a press conference? Yeah, he says it all the time. You know, they're going to get on to me for, oh, for gotcha. answering too many questions. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Who's they? I want to know who they are. Okay, wait. Well, if his butt's been whipping his butt, like, maybe in the kinky shit. Probably Jill. Well, you see him sniff the little girls? That's true. Huh? I don't want to talk about that because there's I, I I read an article. This is all in jest, by the way. All right. Well, this one's not. I read an article where the little girl who was standing in front of him and he had his hand on her and it was the really little girl. What the hell are you doing? Put he him took, back in there. He you took just Peter balls out of the fridge. Put him back in there. That was a joke. That was a joke she was trying to make about the head. That it was people were supposed to notice it, not you. I just to you just ruined it. Now his his headband's all fucked up. You can't see his face. I don't know what you're doing. Barely seeing the camera. Anyway, go ahead, Matt. Go okay. ahead. I mean, RoboTuner, because R- you'll get on to me. Yeah. No. <laughs> I just like to interject whenever you say... I just want to point out you get on to me, and you did just now, for saying Matt instead of RoboTuner. Hmm. I didn't say it. You corrected yourself. Which is why I'm not saying anything. <laughs> well, okay. Which right. you already did. Yeah. So... Yeah, anyway, Polly O'Keary and the Rhythm Method, well, they were a pretty badass blues band out of Seattle, Washington. And they actually they actually said that last night was one of the more fun shows that they've had because most of the places that they book as venues for their tour are like straight-up hardcore blues clubs. Like, that's all they want to hear. They don't want to hear any variety. But they, they were able to bring up some of their old... Like I guess more rock-oriented songs, which they don't normally play. Mm. They said that there's a lot more scrutiny and ex and those kind of expectations whenever they tour most of the country, which I had no idea about because I don't know any touring blues bands uh, of that caliber. Anyway, they're pretty badass. She even let me, uh, <laughs> yeah, go ahead, touch her bases because we were talking about them after <laughs> afterwards. Yeah, I see, I see that. Base sushi. She let you touch her what? Her bases. Uh, booty. <laughs> what what base did you? Because it's all about that base. Is that what we're? No hen- trouble. So you touched her what? I said no trouble. Uh, what what base did you get to? Was it second base? <laughs> I'm sorry. I want, she I actually did have two bases, and she let me touch both of them. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> wow. Matt got to second base with a girl. <laughs> Shit. One of them was a six-string, one was a five-string. Anyway. And he was the master of all Wow, of them. she's luckier than I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, why is that, Shelly? <laughs> huh? <laughs> Just kidding. See, I didn't, I didn't correct myself there. Anyway, we didn't make any money, but that's all right. I still have... It, it, was, still a, it was still a fairly good show. But aren't, you're not in it for the money. No, not really. Yeah. Because whatever we get, we just... He's Save in it to for sp- merch and that sort of thing. He's in it to sur- sp- spread his message. He, it's almost like he's busking well, on stage. My goofy lyrics? No, your message about uh, spreading love through belly buttons. <laughs> God. Or so sp- glad I don't have to listen to that sometimes. <sighs> or now. It's so embarrassing because everyone, when I walk in, most of the people who know him, they're like, hi, Shelly, because they know me. You know, they're like, hey. And I'm like, hey. And then he sings this song, Stick It. And everybody's like, 
what the fuck is he talking about having sex well obviously i'm his girlfriend right so he's singing the stick it song and they're like obviously he's talking about having sex with his girlfriend and at the very end the very end he says something about putting his finger in her belly button and they all look at me like poor shelly she's sitting here that he's taught he sang her a song about sticking his finger and her belly button. You bring this up like every show. I know. You realize I that? know. Well, you you know, <laughs> I'm gonna bring it up every time it's until a, you stop singing it. And it's not specifically about you. It's about about the action. You said this was a love song to me. That's what you said. Did so I? it's not a love song to me. I don't remember. Saying yes, that. that's what you said to you me. You wouldn't want this to be a love song about you. You just admitted it. I know, but that's what you said. So I'm. I, that's why I struggle with this song. <laughs> It's because internally, I'm like, oh, how sweet. He wrote me a love song. And and then I'm like, but it's about my belly button. And he's singing it to everybody. <laughs> That's your interpretation of it, dear. <laughs> hey, baby, why not? What? Hey, how about afterwards? I can go mash your potatoes. No, you're not, ma- <laughs> you're not mashing any potatoes. <laughs> That was hilarious what Stump <laughs> said last week. It's interpretation of, of us. <laughs> anyway, another news. I bet I beat Thimbleweed Park. Did I talk about this game? Are you speaking English over there? Yeah, I didn't understand what he said. Thimbleweed Park. Thimbleweed Park. That was an adventure game that. Oh, no, you didn't 20- talk about that. Okay, yeah. It came out in 2017. Uh, Ron Gilbert was a main programmer on it who was a LucasArts employee and he also was one of the co-creators of Maniac Mansion and The Seeker of Monkey Island games. Oh, I remember you playing it but you didn't talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I watched you I watched you play it but I didn't. Yeah, it was a it was a pretty cool love letter to the scum design games adventure games that Lucas LucasArts did in the late 80s and is that exclusive on Xbox? Uh, no, it's on. It's on multi-platform. It's on Steam, Xbox. It's on Steam. It's on. Cool. I'll uh, check it out. PS4. That's yeah. that's my favorite genre of video game is the adventure. Yeah, my, my it's one of mine too. Yeah, I, I always like watching stories unfold and being a little part of it, not a big part of it. If I have to jump past platforms. I'm I'm basically useless. I'm still on Genshin. I'm loving this game. Oh, I know you do, and my daughter loves it too. Yeah. The, the two, the two of you share Genshin stories quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. Anyway, I beat the game. I'm not going to spoil it. Obviously, I think, I think it's you not quite what I thought it was going to be. I think you should. I think I, you should spoil it for us. All no, I'm going to say is that throughout the game, it does break the fourth wall quite a bit. Well, that's Which just is, like space Space Quest and uh, Leisure Suit Larry. Oh yeah, Stanley Parable. Well, in Space Quest, the developers wrote themselves into the third game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the they Pirates have, of Pestulong. Yeah, and they even land on Earth and get jobs as developers. At Sierra Online, after meeting Ken Williams, <laughs> yeah, that a good bunch of games those were. Yeah, they were. So, I know that you two, meaning you and you, are caught have finished the first season of Bad Batch yes. earlier this afternoon. Did you want to talk about it? Did you want to wait until why, but Dustin th- wanted to come back on and talk about it with way. Him? Either way, I mean... I, I will say this, though. I don't know why this series in particular was so hard to get through. I mean, it's it's not a bad series, don't get me wrong. It's just... I don't know if it was just our busy lifestyle or 
it was just it wasn't as fun as watching say like Rebels or or the Mandalorian. Yeah, I think I think it was more of like life kind of got in the way because like, I did enjoy it. But yeah, I mean we had basically a whole summer to watch all of the Clone Wars together, and we did. Mm-hmm. So we we didn't like we watched it all in a row because we had the time. But like with Rebel with Bad Batch, we we basically caught up with the the Ryloth episode. And they were like, oh, we'll wait till next week. And then we forgot about it because we were on something else. I know it's weird, but I've been suffering through a little bit of empty nest syndrome. And so, like, my, my best friend who I sit there and watch all these uh, these animes with. Now, now, my wife's my best friend. Don't get me wrong. But she doesn't like the animes or understand the animes like I do. Uh, but Alex was always the one. We'd always sit there and poke fun at it and laugh and whatever. We had Mystery Science Theater in our house every day watching animes. So I'm going through a little bit of uh, of, of an empty nest syndrome. We didn't really do. I didn't really do much this week, but uh, really nothing. And yeah. it's all his fault. Yeah, so. sorry about that. Yeah, <laughs> all his it. fault. <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad he's going to college. I'm glad he's having those experiences. I wish. Uh, I wish he. Had, I hope he has this, the best fun in the world. And I'll deal with my part, and then we'll just have to change our our uh, time on to the weekends. True. True that. Yeah, and that's okay. Oh. Yeah. As for, I will say this about the Bad Batch. I do agree in which I wasn't as emotionally invested in it as The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian set the bar really fucking high. Well, you know, not only that, but there was... Very few items in the show that really just caught your attention and made you want to, oh, I can't wait for the next episode, you know? Yeah, I Like that. the Mandalorian did. Could it be that you knew what was going to happen, sort of? Why are you turning off my light? Because we don't need it. Get out of here. Let him have his light. God, oh, so, yeah? such a control freak. I don't, I, don't, I don't think it was necessary. It's like I knew it was I didn't know happen. if it was unintentional. I, I think it was more of just the fact that it's, it was something new, and we expected the full team to be there. And you were kind of hoping the whole team would get back together at some point, but it just kind of felt like it never was going to happen. It wasn't the same Bad Batch as it was in Clone Wars. Yeah, like, I was I was really digging the Bad Batch from Clone Wars because, you know, it was just badass. Like, they were a full form team, but with, with the new Bad Batch, it just feels like... It feels like they're retraining a whole new member, and I like that. Oh, with aspect. Omega, yeah, is that I like what you're that. talking about? I like that aspect, but I was kind of—I was digging Bad Batch because it was like they were already a team. They already had plans, they already had regulations, and they had. Let's team. not get too deep into it. We'll, we'll have to invite Dustin yeah. over. Could it be that you know the outcome of the whole series like, because you've already watched all well, the we shows? Well, we don't. Like I said, like you I kind said, of do. You can predict it. You can based predict on it based on other stories. We don't really know. Like it, like it, like I said earlier. I just, I don't think so because there's whole new aspects of it. Like you've never seen clones become bounty hunters. And I think well, that's really cool. For, for instance, how do we know what's going to happen to the Bad Batch? We don't. We don't. Yeah. We don't. I thought we did. Mm-hmm. No. My prediction is that they're all going to die. Yeah. But by, by sacrifice. But of that's some not. Kind. Uh, that's not canon. It that, hasn't been said yet. Yeah, that I hasn't know. been said. I mean, they could end up like Rex and uh, his group who were off on a, you know, a planet. Uh, not doing anything, just retired. Yeah, and even and even then, Rex be, Rex fights fights for the rebel cause. He's in episode. But six. doesn't Omega yeah. show up Dream in places 
two in other storylines? No, so. no, no. Oh, I she changed her name. Yeah, the Bad Batch introduced her as a character. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. She might have gone onto a different name, of, like later in the series that we haven't seen, but we have seen other bounty hunters like Fennec Shand. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was really cool that they wrote her in to yep. the series. Jessica, I think she looks be really old in Mandalorian. Well, well it depends on her race and how long their race lives. I mean, look at Yoda. He she's was, human. Is she human? Yeah. But, yeah, and Ming-Na Wen, the actress that plays her, she's in her early 50s. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Weird. She used to be on ER, right? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, ER. And then she was also on uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as someone, too. Yeah, you're supposed to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. before you watch the second Avengers movie, but I just was never interested in it. I don't know. I think your mic's a little off-kilter. Probably, yeah. Dude, you're... Every, every show... Every show, we can hear what he's saying. Well, I noticed what whenever Stubbs was here, he wasn't speaking directly into it, and his levels were like way lower than the rest of us. Where's That's your- why I say that. I'm gonna throw you in the garbage. Yeah. It, it's the end where you see the like the little clip. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Where's the front? Uh 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 uh. Oh, that's weird. That's like right here. There you go. Well, that's where yeah. it is. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is a little off kilter. Okay. Well, meet my mic while I fix this. Yeah. So, well, hmm? yeah, Matt Stubbs also kind of picked it up and tried to talk into the end. <laughs> yeah. Because he didn't know what it yeah, was set not, up for. Yeah, not realizing. Yeah. It's cool. Motherfucker went to college at UNT and got but a bachelor's in know our mics. radio and TV broadcasting. You, they study all types of mics in there, and I did too. But does he know what mics we have? No. No, not until he got here. She was in Stargate Universe and Eureka. Urethra. Uh, two the and a half cleaner? men. Uh, oh, she was she? also in Kingdom Hearts Two Final Mix. I think you're making it worse. Um, she was in well, uh, Kingdom Hearts Two. Right? She was in the Batman TV series. Who wasn't? Uh, she was also Seriously? in the world uh, of Mulan because she Mulan. played Mulan. Oh, that's cool. She was in ER. She was in Mulan 2. God dang. She's in everything. House of Mouse, Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within, uh, Spawn. Oh, Spawn, the the animated series or the movie? Yeah, the animated series. She was in Oh Yeah Cartoons. That was on HBO. Yeah. She was in The Single Guy. Do you remember that show? The Single Guy? Yeah. Mm, I remember the name, but I never watched it. Um, and then she was also... I, I thought she was in a movie. The Joy Luck Club. I knew it. I love I that, that movie. One. I love that movie. Love it. It's love a it. good movie. Um, oh, she played Abby in Another World. Remember when you, we used to watch... Remember when we used to watch soap operas when we were younger because we didn't have nothing better to do about that time of day? What are you doing? Are you listening to me? I'm sorry. I'm. Do you remember when we used to watch Another World? Never mind. It's one of those uh, soap operas. Yeah. Yeah, Another World. Yeah, I never watched that. We watched Days of Our Lives. Yes, you did. Another World came on after Days of Our Lives, and you watched it, too. I, I called it Days of Our Crap. I didn't watch it. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Well, you sat there and acted like you were watching it. Um, she was also on As the World Turns. How weird is that? Um, and Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers? Yeah, she was uh, a royal trumpeter number three. Hmm. That's interesting. I mean, that's just some. She's Street Fighter. She was Chun Li in Street Fighter. She was Chun Li in the Street Fighter movie. Uh huh. I didn't know that. 
Uh, the one with uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme? I think so. It was yeah. a 19... 19- 95. Yeah. yeah, 94, 95. Not to be confused from Jean-Claude Van Damme from Karate Kid. She was in the, the video <laughs> game. She was also Chun-Li in the video game. Hmm. I wonder if, she, I, I wonder if it was a, the, the... Yeah, based on... The video game based on the movie. There is a Street Fighter, the movie, the video game. We were just talking about... It was about, so dumb. Yeah, we were just talking about this. Remember the happily ever after fairy tales for every child? Uh, Remember when we were talking about cartoons? Yeah. She was in that, too. She oh, was wow. in... Yeah. Hmm. I mean, sense. I'm Do you know what gets me is uh, Morgan What's Freeman that? being part of the electric company. Yeah, I forgot about that. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to remember. Cool. Alex is coming Look him up. He's, he was one of the original cast of the electric company. Are you serious? Better? Yeah. Better? yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. That's much better. Thank you. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, it, was like, it was like on the side, like right here. Hmm. Cool. Maybe I did know that, but I forgot it again. Hmm. Ming wa- Ming Na Wen rabbit hole. <laughs> right. My butt's been wiped. My butt's been wiped. <laughs> uh, oh shit! Never. Hey, Alex, can yes. you hand me that right behind you? Oh my butt's been wiped. I want to, yeah, and bring it to me because I want to show this off. This is something that my good buddy Dustin Schneider gave me yesterday because he and Susie came to my show. His boyfriend, Dustin. So. He went to the Bioware store, I think, and apparently they just unload a bunch of boxes of inventory from their warehouse. Hey, we do have some chat from... Yeah, yeah, I saw him. He okay. said that you can't compare an animated series to a live-action one, which I kind of agree. I was just talking about really the level of emotional investment that I felt like I had in The Mandalorian. I really didn't get that same effect from The Bad Batch. I enjoyed the series, don't get me wrong. It wasn't just on that same caliber at all. Anyway. Anyway, so he bought... he. So apparently, he went to a Bioworld sale where they just unload a lot of their inventory upon tables and just sell it to the public. And he got me this. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, this is a Star Wars Imperial Backpack. Wait, wait! You said the Bioware store, like you know, like the company made the Knights of the Old Republic. No, not Bio. No, not the same company. That's. Well, I mean, you can see how I got confused. He's probably going to correct me in the chat as I say this. Anyway, it's the Heroes and Villains series, and yeah, you can see the. Uh, let me move this. The Imperial symbol right there. Yeah, they can really see it in half. Now, this is Orobesh, which is the uh, the the alphabet beta characters from. The Star Wars series, and I don't know what it says. It was the BioWorld sample Bio sale World, where yes. they can clean out their warehouse and sell everything for ultra cheap. Hell yeah. Yeah, and he got got me this. And it, what's cool is that it even has a zipper on the side to where if you... Wrong zipper. <laughs> I don't know how to look this thing. <laughs> That's what he says every night. <laughs> Shelly, huh? Shelly, I don't know what the zipper is. Okay. I don't Help know how to work find this the hole. Thing. I don't okay. know what the hole is, Shelly. <laughs> I found it. So it actually has a separate sleeve for a laptop, but you can actually unzip it from the side to get your laptop up out specifically. I thought this was pretty neat. So now I got a new travel bag. Neat. Yeah. He also got two others. He got one that was Legend of Zelda and then another one that was Deadpool. Hey, that's the stuff that's on the back of the... That's what was cool. that? I can't hear you. Speak into your mic. Isn't this the, the kind of stuff that's on the back of the Stormtrooper? Yeah, that kind of reminded me of that. Yeah, these... Uh, let me scoot it over here. Yeah, those do remind me of the 
Yeah, of like some of the controls or maybe what you see at the back of the Stormtrooper armor. Kind of reminds me of that. I remember whenever we went to Alcon five years ago and we listened to Brian Muir's um, panel on how you made the, the Darth Vader outfit. Well, well, and the Stormtrooper outfit. And one of the questions was, what inspired you to, for the design on the back? And he said, that was just some random shit that was laying about the, the workshop. I, it was just a cog and two pieces of scrap wood that I put next to each other. And I used it as part of the mold. Yeah, and that's exactly what it was. So That was a badass panel. That was. It's just a shame that even before the pandemic, they just haven't had a good enough roster of guests that they did that year that we went. Mm-hmm. That's why I haven't really advocated us going back again. Anyway, so there's one last thing I wanted to touch on. Oh, uh, before, before we... Uh, yes, Dustin, I am a Zelda fan. Just wanted to say. Yeah. Big Zelda fans. Hell yes. <laughs> yeah, he also got that got a Deadpool one too that he showed me. Just I think they're like mostly that. the same design, just different uh, different themes. What? Just like that. Hey. Anyway, um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, and local. One last thing in local music that actually broke to a day or yes, no, 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 yesterday. So in Denton. One of the more notable and longer-lasting venues that actually closed down for a while then reopened again is Rubber Gloves Rehearsal Studio. They book mostly punk bands and hardcore bands. And, yeah, and for a while, they after they shut down, there was a rumor that Jason Lee was actually buying up the land and property so he could open up his own skate park in his name, which turned out to be uh, bullshit. Anyway, but the, the club still exists, and I haven't been there in years, and they made a posting this weekend that says this, and I'll actually read it. Effective immediately. Proof of a negative COVID-19 test within the past 72 hours required for entrance to all, uh, to all shows, or proof, full proof of vaccination. Well, I can tell you this. Nothing sounds more like punk or hardcore like a proof of vaccination. <laughs> I know that's the first thing that I thought of whenever I read this because punk music, uh, in in particularly, has been about resistance to the, the establishment, man, the yeah. establishment, and for them to make this statement. I mean, I get it; it's to make people feel safer as well as the bands and staff. So, I kind of get it in a way, but. I don't know, man. I just have mixed feelings about the whole thing. And I'll I'll put it to you like this. I'm going to get on my soapbox for a bit, so get ready. Oh, here we go. So, being a musician and being friends with several other musicians and several people out there that like to go and see local music. Some of them are vaccinated, including myself. Others aren't comfortable in getting it, which is okay. That's your choice. And I don't fault anybody one way or another, as I've said multiple times in the past. But I can't help but feel like that if other clubs follow suit in this, that they may, that may reflect whether or not people would want to come out and see my band. So that's that's my that's my big thing about it. So I I agree. True. 
Oh, yeah. I just uh, thought it was ironic that rubber gloves, as far as what I've seen, is the first club to actually in the air in the whole whole area to make that kind of statement. I mean, Billy Bob's did have a show. Uh, I can't remember some national country touring artist came through about a week or two weeks ago that did require proof of a vaccine just to get in. Not a not a negative test, but a vaccine. And he kind of faced all kinds of backlash. I know that. Um, I mean, given the choice between one and another, to me that sounds a little bit more reasonable to an extent. But I don't know. That kind of gives me a bad taste in my mouth. At the same time, like, no, we don't care if you don't have a, if you've had a negative test and you just had it, you just got the results back before you walked up the door. If you're not vaccine, you're not coming in. That's so, that's what kind of pisses me off. I do have a question for you. Do you yeah. have a schedule if you're coming anywhere near my, near my college anytime soon? Well, like, we like, don't have any gigs scheduled in Denton right now. If that's oh, what okay. you mean, yeah. Just, if you ever do, just like shoot me up. Yeah, yeah, of course. Sick. Yeah. That's either band, right? Yeah, because he's in two bands. Yeah, either. Well, <laughs> The set, the other band work, well, as I say, Project Stink Flamingo. We talked about that last week when you were in here. Uh, we even even had one single rehearsal. It's just been recording stuff. Apparently, oh, they're going to have one in this in this room. Well, that was the original plan that Matt Stubbs had because <laughs> really, Stink Flamingo is his brainchild, and he's he's like, yeah, yeah, Thomas, we can we can set up in your room, right? And I said, um. I don't know if that's going to work, actually. My tables are collapsible, but it will be extremely tight. Then he, then he got in here last week for the first time. First time he's been over here, period. And he's he's like, yeah, you're right. I don't think that's going to work. Maybe if y'all stood on all four corners. I, you know what? You, you could sit in your lap. That is true. Well, we rehearse standing up. We don't. How is he going to sit in his lap while he's playing the bass? They can figure that shit out. They you can, can play, play it over his head. Oh, you no, know no, what? No, 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 no. They could play it together. They could duo it. Oh, uh, yeah. Or, or like Matt. mannequins or uh, what? Uh, Muppets. What is it called? <laughs> the ventriloquist, ventriloquist style. Ventriloquist? <laughs> what is he going to put his hand up Robotuner's ass? He's going to do this and he's going to put his arm up there and... Or or Robotuner could like softly like, caress him as he's playing the bass. That's Just, so like, weird, y'all are so weird. No. <laughs> <laughs> what what, uh, what does uh, Stubbs play? Oh well, he plays guitar, but for this band, I think he's just pl- going to sing. Oh, oh yeah. then it'll work perfectly. Well, you could sit in the drummer's lap. <laughs> Not, you don't have to sit full on the lap; just sit on the knee. Why one, is it always knee. about that with you? What, I don't know. What is he like getting a gift from Santa Claus? Oh, I want this. I want that. I want a new base. Sitting wow. on Santa Claus' lap. Go stand in the corner. Okay, that was far. I'll, get, I'll give you that. Oh, wow. We haven't sent him to the corner in a long time. <laughs> well, because he's an adult, he doesn't need in the corner time anymore. That's not true. He needs in the corner time all the time. It's to bring my ego down. Oh, we should play some of those commercials. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah. Ugh. I'd have to dig to, have to, to get him. He's lost them. Of no. course. Like he I, lost our ending song for a while, I, and he's lost Dustin's it. introduction to my sh- my stuff. Sushi news. All I have to do is uh, is just clip you it from a previous. You keep saying that. When are you occurrence. gonna do it? When are you gonna do when it? When have you asked me? Not recently. Every show. No, you haven't. Okay. But yeah, that's a lie. Yeah, no, you haven't. That is a little bit of a lie. <sighs> Dustin yeah. will be able to tell you how many times I've mentioned it. Oh my god! Why What's is this? that? Because I mention it all the time. Frizzies from your fr- freshly... Will you stop touching me? Your freshly wow. dyed blonde hair. No, Damn, shut I'll up. I'll never help you again. That's that's how... Uh, that's, that's what people who are locked into a closet all day long sound like. What? 
Why are you touching me? Don't touch me. <laughs> you saying I lock myself in a closet? No, she, I, think, no. I think he does. You think he locks me in a closet? I will lock you in the closet. Hey, William. have you seen where her computer is? It's in a damn. It's in a damn closet. I'll say. It. I, it's, I'll it's, say. It. No, it's it's the in pa- the pantry. It's, it's a, a pantry because Robotuner expects her to cook anytime he wants. He throws her in there. Throws a few little crumbs on the ground. Says, "There you go. Eat it." God, Jesus, man. <laughs> it is small in there. I don't have my own space. Mm. Not yet. I feel sorry for myself. Yeah. I feel she, sorry for myself. She's chained to the desk. Yeah. <laughs> I no. try to make it homey in there, but then I look and I've got some some fucked up countertops leaning against doors that you can't open because the countertops are on the doors. <laughs> Is that how he locks you in? <laughs> I don't know. Shelly, it's time to make my dinner. I'm like, I can't work past five. I've got to make dinner. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll release you now. I will release you. Make my dinner. <laughs> you got to make money for the household, Shelly. Yeah. If, if you don't make my dinner, I will make spaghetti and taco meat. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll never forget that day. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I really don't. <laughs> i tell you what I want, Shelly. I want both spaghetti and I want tacos. <laughs> <laughs> That was a that was a crazy Such dinner. That was it. a crazy dinner. You know what? All I gotta say is at least it wasn't like fettuccine. Did I like whisper meat. it at you? Like, how did I tell you about that dinner? Kenneth, <laughs> he's feeding us taco meat and spaghetti. <laughs> I'm tied to the damn table. I can't get up no, to stop it. That's not what I said. <laughs> the damn dog won't even eat it, <laughs> and he eats everything. No, when we first got together, and he will deny it, he will deny it, but Robotuner could not cook. He could not cook. He just... I burnt rice-a-roni once. The first time you cooked anything, (laughs) you burnt rice-a-roni. Yeah, because I never really made rice-a-roni before I met you. I understand that, but it it was like everything was on high. You turned the the, the oven, sorry, the stove on, and all of it would be on high. And I'd be like, why is everything on high right now? So I'd turn everything down. Poor Matt. Wouldn't this this become shit on Matt's show? Uh, We're not shitting on him. I'm just showing He has greatly improved his cooking skills. I'll some of the shit off so you can tell the difference. No, he has greatly improved his cooking skills. He really has. (laughs) So, I I will say... Oh, Oh, God dang. You got dust all over your shirt. Are y'all grooming each other? What's going on? We're we're gorillas, damn it. (laughs) The last time time I ended up... Do, 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 feel good. Oh, not those gruels. I like how y'all just ignored everything I just said. Well, anyway, to, to add on to the story, Matt's not the only one who's semi-bad at cooking. But, um... Who's last bad at cooking? I'm a little bad at cooking. Oh, okay. He's not bad. Okay, last time I made a dinner, it was steak. Amazing steak. Amazing baked potato. Oh, yeah, the but, stuffing. But Dad was like, I want some stuffing, so I tried to make the stuffing. I fucked that shit up. It was stuffing soup. <laughs> Oh. so bad. He yeah, just didn't did read the box, and the box says only use this certain amount of water. He just filled the pan up like he was making macaroni and cheese. <laughs> We've all done that before. We've That's all made man. mistakes I like made that. The best goddamn steak in, the, in my life. It was great. Well, good deal. Yeah. But just so you know, Robotuner is an excellent cook now. He does not put everything on high. No. 
And he does make know. some really tasty dishes, but that spaghetti with taco meat was that was just the funniest thing because I, I, I didn't eat it because i wasn't there but i heard about it i heard about <laughs> it a lot markham used to call me and he'd be like mom mom i'd be on my way home from mom. work when i was driving to work mom. and I'd be like matt's making something really messed up tonight <laughs> and i'd be like oh no i'm sorry baby what is he making and he's like i don't know so I'd come home and I'd be like, "Oh, what is this? Oh, let let me help you fix that." And then I'd go in there and <laughs> fix it. So and Markham still would not eat it. Well, yeah, he still wouldn't eat it. Yeah, well, he's he's, he's like super picky oh, about anything. Super picky. Yeah, super. Picky. I really think he was born with hypersensitive taste buds, which is the reason he's like the way he is. And then he puts like a pound of garlic in everything. So I don't know if I hold <laughs> on by that. He's his father's son. Ugh. Do you remember when he would eat mm. so much garlic and then he would literally, like, make us leave the house? We'd evacuate the house because it would either be a burp or a fart and it would I be so time, disgusting. I remember one time you were sitting in a chair next to a computer and the arms were up so you couldn't move. And he came <laughs> up and he farted right next to you uh. and all you could do was sit there and go, Hurrah! Hurrah! Oh my God. Hurrah! It was bad. Like... It was bad, oh, but anyway, he. I couldn't stop laughing. At he that. is his. He's just like his dad, uh, but only food wise. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's really picky. There's some stuff he made I thought was delicious that he wouldn't touch because I don't know. Well, one time he came up and he was like, "Mom," he goes, "That looks like throw up in a cup, or throw up in a bowl." I'm not eating that. It what looks like it? throw up in a bowl. I don't know. It was damn good. I think it was uh, some kind of chicken recipe with a cream of mushroom. Soup. Was it that one, or was it the one I made with cabbage? It could have been I don't cabbage. Know. It was that too. The cabbage that kind too. of did look a little bit. My like kids, you can ask them amazing. if they didn't like what we were cooking, they could go home. Go well, that's what I told him. I was like, "Go get your own food," <laughs> exactly. and he would order his own food. Yeah, yeah which that, he's I wouldn't done even give him times. that option. You ain't ordering your own food. Go to your room. He has his own money. I can't tell him what to do with his money. Uh, you can tell him to do what all everything else to do. I do not. Oh, please. Markham, get a girlfriend. I want grandbabies. Not that one. She's ugly. I am not like that. Yeah, she doesn't She doesn't pick. She's like, I don't care how ugly the bitch is. Just bring me some grandbabies. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah, so, yeah, back to Rubber Gloves Rehearsal Studio. Okay, so time code. 46 minutes. What is that? So I don't have to listen back to the entire show to find out, to look for something to take out. Okay. Just uh, don't, don't take it out. Just replace it with... Uh... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My, My butt's been, been white. <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> oh, it's like... It's like what, what did we do that one time where Aunt Shelley said something stupid so RoboTuner just kind of went, Consistently! Over her voice what? consistently. What did you know, I you say? I don't remember this, but you did go over it. I remember I, watching it later that I night. I do remember something like that. I don't. Remember it was like that a trivia question. She said something. No, it was like one of the news stories, and she said something really like a really easy word, but she said it so wrong that we all made fun of her for it. Oh yeah, I remember. And you did a voiceover, and you were like consistently. <laughs> <laughs> but you did it in like the Robotune voice. You're like consistently, consistently. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's consistently been there. <laughs> My butt's been wiped. My butt's been wiped. <laughs> All right, so back to b- Rubber Gloves Rehearsal Studios. 
I'm just... I really don't like the kind of woke, uh, like, ultra-wokeness that the world has taken on, especially since the pandemic began, as it, as it has gone further between, it seems like, like, those that are vaccinated versus, versus those that aren't. And I just, I just think that this, the story's not over with, uh, with a declaration that rubber gloves is rubber gloves has made and I'm curious to see if any other clubs are going to follow are going to follow suit so and what's funny is that i played out twice this week i don't know i went out twice this week and once to twilight lounge and then once to the ridgely lounge which twilight they're bumping and they usually are there was probably at least 60 people there 60 to 70 both in indoors and outdoors and um, you know there are some people wearing masks there, which is fine. And the Ridgely Lounge, there's that place really isn't that that place is pretty spacious, but it's not set up for it's not really set up for big shows like fifty plus people. So I never see that many people there. So I mean they don't make you wear masks then there either. But I'm wondering if as if the Delta variant numbers grow much more that that's going to be a common thing for clubs to ask for before you get in get in is either a negative antigen test or uh, proof that you've been fully vaccinated i don't know maybe somebody can explain this to me but if you're going to get a covid test how do they tell the difference between a normal variant and a delta variant or a I, variant? i don't think they can or i don't know so if how they do can. we know this isn't just plain old off the shelf coronavirus we don't well i don't so, I well, know, I, I mean, say. so I was listening to a nurse talk about um, some of the things that have to do with COVID. And one, one of the nurses that I was watching, and this is obviously on TikTok, mentioned that some of the things you can do to help yourself in case you get sick with COVID are to make sure you take lots of vitamins, mm-hmm. right? Like the vitamin C pack and everything that they have, the energy C packs or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Emergency, yeah. Yeah, emergency, that's it. And then the second thing is, which I thought was such a great piece of advice, is to take deep breaths every day. Like sit down, it's almost like meditation. Yeah. And breathe in as deep as you can to a point where your lungs can't take in any more oxygen. That's just, that's just general lung strengthening of the lungs. Exactly, right? but but people don't practice this no, unless they meditate every day. Or they have an eye watch or one of those helper watches that but tell do, you to do it. Even if they don't pay attention to their watch, the thing is, is that the deeper breaths that you take, the less of a risk you are of having pneumonia, which well, is... also, if you get one of those... Um, we have several of them. So um, you blow into it. You blow like, into it, and it shows you what your what your strength of your lungs are. If yeah. you do that on a daily basis, you'll actually build up endurance. Oh, like a breathalyzer almost? It, well, that's it's, thing. That thing I had in the bathroom you where you blow in it, it and, and the 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 little ball goes up, and it tells you how high you're breathing, or you suck into. You can suck it or blow it. <laughs> oh, suck it. I bet you're good. Wait, at that. are we still talking about COVID? No, we're talking about that little <laughs> machine. Talking about that machine. Hey, Matt's. I'm pretty sure Matt's thing. Wait, is that are you saying that machine. Matt has a machine that'll suck and blow? Then what does he need you for? Ooh, that is true. 
I've named nicknamed it Mega Maid. Mega Maid. <laughs> Apparently, it's, it's portable. <laughs> Remember it's that? Tiny. Uh, that's that's twice we've made a still uh, the Spaceballs reference. <laughs> She's gone from suck to blow. <laughs> Oh, shit. That's another joke I didn't get as a kid the first time I saw that movie. <laughs> I think if you got it as a kid, your childhood was ruined. <laughs> you probably got it. No. I actually I actually haven't. <laughs> he still doesn't get it. Way through. <laughs> Who burped? That's gross. It was me. That, that was a cough, I thought. That was the banshee roar of sushi. What? It was not me. The banshee roar? I thought it was the harpy shriek. Could be harpy shriek of sushi. <laughs> None of that happens. Anywho, yeah. So they have those exercise machines that you can get that you can breathe in and ah. and breathe out and increase the lung capacity, and that will help you get through COVID. I mean, that's not a hundred percent. Nothing is. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought I'd put that out there because it was. I thought it was great advice, and I thought, hey, I should spread that out to everybody that's listening. All. 14 of you <laughs> or maybe it's really only hey, five it's, it's 22 on and the other one the other nine or yeah. are, are, are robo tuner listening back in <laughs> <laughs> well i had to play for these two the reaction <laughs> of Stubbs being a guest yeah. last week <laughs> that was hilarious that was a lot of fun that was really funny that was you need to listen back alex if you have time this week i uh, yeah i can do it tonight or tomorrow yeah, yeah. Well, anything else that either you, Thunder K, or you, intern Alex, want to tell us about the last week? No, I mean, I just had an orientation week, and that was really about it. Yeah. I learned how to play shogi. What's shogi? It's like Japanese chess. Oh, is it? Yeah. I, I know about Go, which is another Japanese board game. I know about Chinese checkers. It's like it's like, Jap- like it's Japanese <laughs> chess, but it's like instead of an 8x8, eight eight, it's an 8x9. Hmm. And it's like follows a little different rules, different pieces. It's really weird. Do you have any Japanese students in your dorm? No, it's just my friend Ethan. My okay. friend Ethan um, hired me from high school. Came oh, down okay. And we hung out. Cool. All right, well, if that's all we got, then let's move on to... I'm sorry, do I not have anything important to say about my week? No. You're unimportant. From the dungeon at Castle Fujiwa, it's Sushi News! From the pantry... She looks up the news while doing the laundry in the pantry and making RoboTuner's spaghetti and taco meat. It's Sushi News. Go. He ain't lying. All right. Sea snakes <laughs> attacking divers are just trying to get laid, scientists said. <laughs> I must be a sea snake. Wait, sea, sea manatees, you said? No, sea no. snakes. Oh, sea snakes. Yeah. Sea snakes that have long been known to attack human divers are probably just on the prowl for sex, according to the authors of a new scientific paper. Wait a minute. <laughs> are you saying that if these sea snakes grew legs, they would become seamen? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. You need crickets. Chirp, that chirp. was good. That was that, awful. That was terrible. I'm trying to laugh. That's like a whole evolutionary process they have to go through. I had to think about that one, and then I was like, I don't want to laugh. That was funny. Okay. Get it, because semen. Oh, one more thing. Yeah. Yes. Matt. Yes. Robotuner. You ready? <laughs> yes. Okay. Why can't Miss Piggy count to 100? Oh, my God. Because when she gets to the number 69, she gets a frog in her throat. You already told him this one. I know, but he wanted me to tell it on the show. <laughs> you weren't supposed to guess it. Yeah, I know. 
Why Thunder K? <laughs> Never mind. All right, let me tell mine. Let me tell mine. Let me all tell right, mine. All right. All right. Uh, tell your stories. Okay. Go ahead. What did the dolphin say uh, to the three whales? Whale, whale, whale. <laughs> God. That's the first. Hey, first time I've gotten crickets, right? Is that the first time? <laughs> yes. Okay. Won't be the last. We all give you crickets in our heads, so that doesn't count. Yeah. A venomous creature known as the olive snake, which inhabits tropical coral reefs and can grow up to six feet long, has been reported to have attacked human divers unprovoked, which even if the snake doesn't bite, can put divers in danger by understandably throwing them into a panic. So, um, okay. yeah. Hold on, let me get there. The researchers reviewed available data on sea snake attacks and noticed some interesting things. The attacks mainly involved males during breeding season and occurred in the midst of activities like sea snake courting rituals or two rival males fighting. In fact, it's just a lovesick boy looking for a girlfriend and making a rather foolish mistake, herpetologist and study co-author Rick Shrine of Macquarie University in Australia told the New York Times. So these snakes are actually attacking divers, you said? Yeah, they're attacking divers because they're looking for a girlfriend. Okay, but you also mentioned olive snakes earlier. That's them. Okay. That's the snake. But my so question is, listening. What, what color are they? Are they are they green or black? So my, my They're olive colors. I know. So it depends on how are big they, they are. Are they green olive snakes or are they black olive snakes? Oh, they're green olive snakes. Oh, okay. Yes. So wait, wait. Do they have red pits too? They've red tongues. They've, <laughs> actually, their tongues are white. Okay. Oh, okay. This, this, this article sounds like it's a justification for snakes raping people. <laughs> rape snakes? Is that what or we're the calling rape them? Snakes. The Jesus. rape snakes. So when you say they attack, are they like coiling them around their legs and humping them? No, they're just, they're just coming for them. They're oh, coming. they're coming for them. They're what coming for them. What are you doing to my head? <laughs> just messing with you. Oh. Trying to give you a haircut with my fingers. So they just go, hey, there's a big thing over there. I'll just go check out if it's a female snake. That's what they do. Oh, look, there's a cave. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they said, if you find yourself in this unpleasant situation, simply stay calm and allow the snake to investigate you with its tongue. That's right. Let the snake investigate you with its tongue. This is furthering my point. And they move so fast, you probably won't be able to get away anyway. And trying to fight is just like likely to make the snake more aggressive don't fight it don't don't fight the rape snake if they didn't want to be if the divers didn't want to be raped they shouldn't address that way exactly, exactly oh my god this is a rape snake story this is like a psa for it's okay to be a diver just i mean i'm not joking okay no hold on i'm telling i'm not joking about rape rape is serious no, uh, no it's 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 a totally serious that's subject. a totally serious subject but the snake is out of control. I know, and I think about the POV, vi- not the POV videos, but the, the porno videos that happened with uh, with scuba divers. Diver and gets I just think that they, those are their most. There's a, that would be their most likely prey. Is this going to be like an OnlyFans? OnlyFans? Oh, do you hear about OnlyFans? Yeah, uh, yeah. October they're first. They're getting rid of all porn. Yeah, they're making any of their. Uh, yeah, all of their uh, providers, not providers, but all of their. Uh, channels, yeah, and creators, they are banning any sexual content in September. Sometime. Wow. They're going to have to cre- come, come up with a new platform. Only yeah. OnlyFans oh. is going to go down. There are already several platforms, I'm sure, exist out there, They're but like, OnlyFans is the most popular. Mm-hmm. Might as well be on Twitter. No, I feel like I feel like OnlyFans And then it'll like, change its name to Twatter. <laughs> Twatter. That's hilarious. <laughs> that was my joke. 
Oh, it was? <laughs> From a yeah. long time ago. How do you even know that? <laughs> I said, uh, a long time ago, I said, I'm making a new social media platform. I'm going to call it Twatter. You know, I didn't get it at first, so I kept kept saying that Mom kept hitting me for it, and I didn't understand why until like, years later. Because you said Twat? Yeah, How old like, are you? I was like, I want to get Twatter. You should do that, Dad. Mom's like, stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> You probably knew, you little stinker. <laughs> I didn't know that. I was okay. only a little innocent. Hey, it's not any worse than what I used to say as a, as a kid. <laughs> I called boy parts peenies, and I called girl parts beavers. I used to get out of the shower. You know what Alex's thing was? You had to learn that from someone. Yeah, from my mother. Exactly. Yeah. I, I used to get out of the shower, and like I'd be wrapped in a towel, but like my chest would still be showing, so I'd be like, stop looking at my nickels. Nickels. <laughs> what did our mom make us call it? Our pri- was it like our private? I know part? our ass was our bohiney. Yeah, we had to say oh, no. bohiney. We had to say bohunkus. Yeah, we had to say bohiney or bohunkus no. for butt. And then what do we say for? Was it a private private area? I don't remember. I honestly don't. She wouldn't let us say like penis or vagina. penis or vagina or vagina. Was it vagina? Vagina. Virginia. West Virginia. I'm a little bit tired. Mm. It really comes out when I'm tired. Oh, 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 calm down there, honey. <laughs> Jesus, man. Man, cla- <laughs> man claims hotel needs visit from the Ghostbusters after birthday trip. The spooked out guest reported hearing noises on the ceiling and in the toilet at 2 a.m. in the morning and claimed there was something standing by his door trying to get in at the Norbreck Castle Hotel in Blackpool. Um, the man and his family booked a stay at Norbert Castle Hotel with his family earlier for a birthday celebration, but he was a little uneasy about his visit and claimed he wouldn't be coming to this prison again. He first complained of the Blackpool establishment's beer tasting like water, but then his paranoia took hold and he insisted the hotel needed the Ghostbusters. The spooked out guest reported hearing noises on the ceiling and in the toilet at 2 a.m., in the morning and claimed there was someone standing by his door trying to get in. I think that's the end of that one. Alright, last one. Call the Ghostbusters. <laughs> so this is um, Global Sizzling. July <coughs> July was the hottest month on record, you okay? Noah says. <clears throat> but I, I want to preface this with, was our July that hot? I don't think our July was oh, that it was, hot. It was, pretty, awful. it was pretty hot. Was it? Okay. Uh, we well, had several I never go days where the t- the high was in the triple digits. Oh, it yeah. was? But August, August hasn't been too terrible. No. Okay. It says, U.S. weather official says <coughs> Earth in July was the hottest month ever recorded. Earth sizzled in July and became the hottest month in 142 years of record- record keeping, U.S. weather officials announced. Um, as extreme heat waves struck parts of the United States and Europe, the global average 62.07 degrees last month, beating out the previous record set in July 2016 and tied again in 2019 and 20, the National Oceanic and S- Atmospheric Administration said Friday. The margin was just 0. 0.02 degrees, 0. 0.01 Celsius. The last seven Julys from July uh, 2015 to 2021 have been the hottest seven Julys on record. Uh, NOAA climatologist Ahira Sanchez Luego last month was 1.6. This person doesn't write very well. I don't know why I'm reading this. Um, 0.93 degrees Celsius warmer than the 20th century average for the month. In this case, 
First place is the worst place to be, NOAA Administrator Rick Spinrad said. They talked to a lot of people at NOAA in a press release. uh, The new record adds to the disturbing and disruptive path that climate change has set for the globe. This This is climate change, said Pennsylvania State University climate scientist Michael Mann. It is an exclamation mark on a summer of unprecedented heat, drought, wildfires, wildfires, and flooding. Earlier this week, a prestigious United Nations science panel warned of worsening climate change caused by the burning of coal, oil, and natural gas and other human activity. Warming on land in western North America and in parts of Europe and Asia really drove the record-setting heat. I'm, I'm going to stop reading at this point, but they just said July is the hottest month. And it just keeps going on and on about it. Well, I just I just want to say, I keep seeing articles that Japan has had record heat in any year recorded in history. And I just want to say that's wrong. Really? Yeah, it's very wrong. Why is it wrong? Um, because there was points where Japan got very, very hot. Oh, my God. What was that? I... It's called I don't, a don't get that joke. Know. Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was a bomb, man. That was even worse than what I just said. I know. So she That's what I said. Shut the Breathe deeply. Okay. <laughs> Are you finished? Okay. So instead of <laughs> instead of talking about a conspiracy this week, because I honestly I didn't research any, um, I took a break because let me just tell you, these things can crawl in your mind and they can really make you think crawl about in stuff. Your mind. <laughs> Stop. Let her do her thing. So, anyway, I decided to talk about the psychological aspect of being a conspiracy theorist. The psychological aspect. She's a nutcase. So, there's a lot of talk out there about conspiracy theorists, and I don't agree with a lot of it. So, one of them... She don't agree. Conspiracy theorists and religious people are more likely to commit a conjunction fallacy... And context related to their world views. She has conjunctivitis. <laughs> no, she doesn't. That's crazy. All right. So, um, hold on. I'm trying to get there. A study published Penis. in Applied Cognitive Psychology sheds light on how a person's worldview can lead them to jump to erroneous conclusions in domains that correspond to these views. The researchers found that greater conspiracy belief was associated with increased susceptibility to making logical errors in the context of coronavirus conspiracies. See, not all conspiracies are about coronavirus. I know. So why why is this focus? I know that there's conspiracies about coronavirus. Well, it's just the big news of the day, right? I guess. Yeah, it has been for. So they're tying religion and they're tying. Conspiracy th- conspiracy theories to making poor decisions about the coronavirus. So I don't. Religion has to do with it. I don't. I don't either. Yeah. Um, 
The study led by Albert Wabnager specifically... F- I don't think you can say that on YouTube. It's Wabnager. Whoa, Twice in a row. God dang it. It's not a bad word. It's W-A-B-N-E-G-G-E-R. Okay. Okay, hey, hey, Oh, Dave Chappelle did a show on him. Anyway, specifically (laughs) focused on the conjunction fallacy, a logical fallacy that presumes that a combination of events is more uh, probable than a single event. Conjunction fallacies were first described by Tversky... And Kahneman in 1982, following a study that began with participants reading a description of a woman named Linda who was passionate about social justice. Most participant most participants evaluated the statement Linda is a bank teller and is active in the feminist movement as more probable than Linda is a bank teller without knowing Linda's job title or position on feminist issues. According to probability theory, two events, being a bank teller plus being an active being active in the feminist movement cannot be more probable than a single event being a bank teller. Okay. I don't okay. understand the study, but anyway, long story short, I don't agree with it. I don't understand it, but I don't agree with it. So here's another one. Okay. And it's from the same it's a psychology post. Um People with a conspiracy mindset are no less likely to accept vaccines so long as their friends accept them too. Oh, what do, you, is, do you know what they're saying is the uh, the uh, high percentage of people... I'm messing with RoboTuner right now. <laughs> <laughs> you gave Alex double cameras. You turn your away. <laughs> um, what the hell? What the hell? So th- they're saying that... Uh, college-educated doctorate people have a high percentage who will not get the vaccine. So it's not just dumb dicks. It's... it's, uh, There's a high percentage of people with PhDs not getting the vaccine. This is a study published in the British Journal of Health Psychology sheds light on a promising avenue for reducing vaccine hesitancy. The researchers found that when people with a conspiracy mindset perceive their social circle as being supportive of vaccines including the COVID-19 vaccine, their intention to get vaccinated was just as high as those without a conspiracy mindset. The findings suggest that the views of pro-vaccine friends can be leveraged to reduce the negative impact of conspiracy mentality on vaccine vaccination intentions. I'm like, okay, so I want to talk about this for a second. The conspiracy around the vaccines is that we're being microchipped, right? Mm -hmm. And that they're testing us to see if we can withstand a certain type of metal inside of our skin that is included in the microchip, right? Yeah, yeah, I've heard that one before. Okay, so you probably heard it from me. Um, But the deal is, why would they choose COVID to be the vaccine that they inject us with microchips? They could have been doing it in any vaccine. Plus, they put microchips and animals so what what, is, what do they need to test right what do the the animals withstand it just fine why do they need to test this and another thing is is there's also another conspiracy going around where they're injecting us with things that are harmful to our body the messenger rna um creates uh, an environment within your body you heard it the other day while we were sitting there listening to it where you have it leaves you up to three years to live because the messenger rna just keeps repetitively sending the messages 
about COVID and it doesn't stop and it creates a bad environment in your body and kills you. Yeah, that. yeah, that's that's another one that's out there. But but yeah. my thought process is, why are they only doing it with COVID? They could do it with any vaccine. We go get our tetanus shot. We go regularly. The thing about it, I'm not a doctor or anything, but the, what I know about messenger RNA is that that you know viruses have messenger RNA. Mm-hmm. That's how they get into your body. Is they trick your body into thinking that they're okay by sending messages to the RNA. I know, but the conspiracy theorists, right? What? Why are they thinking it's only the COVID shot? It could be any shot. It could yeah, be the flu I mean, shot. It could be any shot that's out there. There, you could get surgery, and they could inject you with a, this crap. It's not based in logic. It's based in fear and paranoia. Right. Right. That's, I mean that. Yeah. The, but but the, this mm-hmm. this is what gets me the most vaccine hesitant group of all you know who it is who phds most vaccine hesitant group of all phds Uh, and mds this is from the post yeah well you know that (laughs) 23 almost 23.9 percent of people with phds are not vaccinated that's crazy i've got a phd in conspiracy i'm just kidding i don't have a phd in anything so anyway, with that being said, I've got another one. This one really, new study indicates conspiracy theory believers have less developed critical thinking abilities. Uh, nope. Why, what? How is that even a thing? So it says new research published in Applied Cognitive Psychology provides evidence that critical thinking skills are negatively related to belief in conspiracy theories. In other words, the study suggests that people with greater critical thinking skills are less likely to believe that terrorist attacks are being covertly directed by a country's own government or that mind control technology is secretly being used to control the population. Like uh, some, of that, some of that stuff was true. Some though. of that shit was proven true. <laughs> was proven that they did it. Well, I know, like the LSD. Thing, the LSD was was real. Or, like oh yeah, CIA and the test, the test on yeah for that, syphilis that and s- syphilis. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah that's that's early twentieth century. Yeah, and, also like put drugs into like suburban communities and like basically just to see how it would affect. People. I don't know who's running these studies, but I don't think they have critical thinking skills. I, I'm <laughs> no. pretty sure they don't because they would Not look back on our history of the things that our government has done and think to themselves. Maybe I'm not critically thinking about what our government has done in the past. And if they're capable of doing that shit in the past, what makes them not capable of doing it now? I believe that I cannot help but believe that there's good in everyone. But I also can't help but believe there's also bad in everyone in some form or fashion. And some people go with the good more often than the bad. I mean... no but, matter no matter how you feel about it, even like hardcore terrorists believe they're doing the right thing. Exactly. Like who's then, the who's the bad guy there? From it depends on the point of view, yeah. right? And or how you're brought up and all that fun stuff. So no, there's not bad in everybody. And and you know, for instance, bring it back to a, a not real character, but even um, Thanos, his. He, he thought a, he was doing something he, good. He thought he was doing something good to the point where he really believed killing half the people would would make, solve problems. Yeah, and it didn't. But uh, you know what? You know what made me start thinking that way? What? 
Warcraft. Warcraft. Yeah, Warcraft. Warcraft is what what got my mind thinking those things. Oh. The storyline, because if you start off as an orc, you're on the orc side, right? Yeah, yeah. And, you and you're doing orc things, and you see the orc side of things. If you start off as a human, you see the human things, and you do the human things. Each side is trying to survive. Yeah, you know what's funny is we grew up thinking the Empire was terrible and the Rebels were good. Yeah. I watched, a, gosh, it wasn't too long ago, something on iFunny where it was the point of view of the Empire. It's like, uh, you just destroyed my planet. Yeah, the planet that was harboring terrorists. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's, it's really the fact that they're saying that as a conspiracy theorist, you don't think critically... I think what they're trying to say is they jump to conclusions, but well, a lot of maybe they're more likely to go, "Oh yeah, my friend, my friend said this, and I believe my friend," right? And without really thinking it through, it's maybe what they're trying to say. But I don't know yeah. if those are true conspiracy theorists. Because hear me out on this: I think a true conspiracy theorist is someone that goes in, does the research. Um, puts together a valid argument. Now, now hold on, let's, let's qualify this. Are you talking about with somebody who is creating the conspiracy theory or somebody who is believes the conspiracy theory? Because, both. Because I don't think both apply there. I, I think, do. I think the person who comes up with a conspiracy theory probably does his research, and I don't think okay. it's near as plausible to think that everybody does their research if they just follow the conspiracy So theory. I agree with you on that, but I wouldn't call them conspiracy theorists. I would just believers. However, if you're a believer that does the research to see where the conspiracy theorist is getting their ideas and you come to the same conclusion, then you're a conspiracy well, see, theorist too. this is where too. we would have to agree on, on, on the words, right? Because yeah. that study may lump everybody into that study, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The conspiracy followers or believers mm-hmm. may be known as conspiracy theorists and that's sort of like, oh, the less critical thinking comes into believing this this. Uh, this conspiracy theory well that's because they didn't do their research so they're just believers right yeah they're not they're not using their critical thinking exactly. which is exactly what the study says yeah well who needs critical it's thinking? all nomenclature and you have to you just know the, the nomenclature does matter then you can't say conspiracy theorists then you must say believers and conspiracies but they don't have to well, then There's nothing in the rule book that says they have to. Then this study is not valid. This, this is how most of the, f- the fact checkers work, too, by the way. Yeah, I think it's ridiculous. Yeah, you know, when you go into a fact checker and somebody says, hey, uh, you know, this this guy shot this other guy on a Tuesday. Uh-huh. The fact checkers will go in and go, oh, that's mostly false because he didn't do it on a Tuesday. He did it on a Wednesday. So this guy is saying regularly diff- different private and public act- actors provide homemade tools such as critical thinking skills training programs that are supposed to be an effective way of reducing the spread of conspiracy theories. Um, The issue is that essential steps have been skipped. Not only have these tools mostly not been scientifically tested, but to our knowledge, the idea that people who believe more in conspiracy theories have less developed critical thinking abilities had never been properly tested. And then the opportunity came about because, due to circumstances... Um, they took the time to translate a critical thinking ability test in French. And I was okay. like, 
you how many people how many people did you test because oh two studies 338 undergraduate students completed a french version of the Ennisware critical thinking essay test which assessed their ability to understand an argument and formulate a written response to it they also completed a questionnaire that assessed their general tendency to believe in conspiracy theories and in addition the participants were asked if they thought there was a relationship between belief in conspiracy theories and critical thinking ability. Okay. So they tested undergraduate students. But undergraduate. Not a, but not like a general populace, like un, uneducated, yeah. high school degree, undergraduate, graduate, doctorate. Like Here, you, Here's yeah. the thing, though. Here's the thing. Not every uneducated person is a dumbass. No, I, I Okay, I'm all saying, right. I'm, I'm just saying right. they, they only, they only sig- signaled out one group. Right. Which is not accurate. Uh, I know people who are highly educated who are dumbasses. Right. Exactly. It goes both ways. Just because you know something about a specific area doesn't mean you know everything about everything. I I get that, too. It's just they're lumping in one group instead of, like, a collective whole. Right. You can't can't base this one study on er all, all conspiracy theorists. You can't you can't base 308 what yeah 338 students on a population of 380 million. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. that's true. And I have well, one more. Th- oh, go ahead. How statistics work though? Yeah. When they go to do polling, they 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 do you know polling on a small portion of people and then base it on yeah, but even everybody's the, perception. But even on that. that portion's like what five thousand people. Depends on their depends on their sample size. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I do polling all the time. Do you? Mostly in the, in the shower bathroom. by itself. Yeah. I walk in there and I'm like, what did you just do, baby? <laughs> uh, what is going on in your boxers? We're sitting in the living room and we hear yodeling in the shower. We know what's going on. I know. He was like, I just touched my shower. No, that's, that's me practicing my singing. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is, folks. Just practicing <laughs> singing. I just touched my shelf. Nothing to hear here. <laughs> I just want to point out one thing. Um, so Donald Trump uh, went to Alabama and had a rally. Oh, did he? I didn't even hear about this. He did, and it was about, what, a day ago? And uh, he got booed. And he was in Alabama, so guess what he got booed for? Just go ahead, take a guess. COVID? Grab him by the pussy comments? No. COVID. Because he told everybody they need to get vaccinated. Uh. One of the things you have to think about is he was president when the vaccination situation started. Yeah. What it do, was you th- early do they January. think that? Do they think that he changed his mind after after he lost the election? <laughs> I came up with Operation Warp Speed, you know, me and my group, and we got the 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 vaccine here real quick. But don't take it after I don't get elected. Nobody take it, okay? But I want okay. Hold on before before we go into trivia, I want to point out one other thing. What's that? Before Trump. Mm-hmm. Was not president, and I'm not saying this because I'm for Trump. I, I don't want anybody to think that it's not that. I want you to look at at news clips of Biden, of Kamala Harris, of Pelosi. I want you to look at all the news clips of these people and what they said about getting the vaccination while Trump was president. And now I want you to think about the news clips now. Well, it's heavily politicized, and it's yeah. I mean, I'm not well, I'm not a political person, this but is something that should not be politicized is heavily politicized. I was I was like, yeah. what happened there? Why did what they were like? I'm not I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna dirty your minds with what they said. 
I want you to look it up if you're interested. Look at the news clips on what they said about the vaccines while Trump was president and compare it to what they're saying now. Okay? It's all about the inner circle and being in the know. And they weren't, obviously. And I'm done. All right. So let's do some quick stump the Robotuna so so these two can get back home. Oh. Matt's tired of us. Dude, yeah, I have to I drive know. an hour. He's today. like, get That's these weird. motherfuckers out of here. Gotta get the motherfuckers out of here. <laughs> I just, it's, it's a little weird. I have to go like, yodel in the shower. Because, <laughs> like, it, usually it's like... I, Why does he sound like he's Japanese? Go ahead. Yeah. Have you ever heard him talk? Yeah, no. that's true. That is true. It's it's like a northern southern accent. Fukara. It's like a northern southern accent. I love it though. It's great. Yeah. Like, northern southern. Yeah. Or, or mid- midwestern. No, no. Well, midwestern has like a like a deeper hick than. No, south, it's southern. like a northern yeah. southern accent. Oh, midwestern's more like this. Yeah, that's yeah. And that's not, not how it's like. like. Let's just play the game. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. Who's keeping score? You. I always keep score. Okay. You need to turn over that way. Yeah, I, just gotta, I gotta do this. No, you need to go closer to your dad. You. Hmm. Can't see my screen. Ew. Yeah, and adjust your camera too. Whose camera? Alex's. Why? Yeah. So it can be centered. Okay. There we go. In 1999, oh, sorry. In the 1999 horror movie, Lake Placid. Which type of animal terrorized the residents of Black Lake, Maine? Robotuner? Mm-hmm. Was it a snake? No. Damn. Thunder K. Was it ED? <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> no. Erectile dysfunction? Yeah. No. It was it Lake Placid, right? <laughs> Lake Placid? <laughs> oh, see, I heard the wrong question. Okay. Just- yeah, you're, you're watching the X-rated parody of it. Something is wrong with you. Um, Alex, the intern, I'm going to guess an alligator. No. It was a crocodile. Motherfucker. <laughs> Motherfucker. Which American architect designed the Guggenheim Museum in New York? Come on now, this is a this is a household. Okay. Oh, go ahead. Was it Guggenheim? <laughs> no. <laughs> Donald Trump. No. Oh. Uh, Alex. Oh shit. Uh. No, that's wrong. I was gonna get it wrong anyway. <laughs> Uh, what is it? Frank Lloyd Wright. Oh, okay. how, how was I supposed to know that? That's a household name, guys. Yeah, well, none of us got that one right. What Who's is household? My question. Whatever. What is the largest muscle in the human body? <laughs> <laughs> Not my penis. Thunder K, the tongue. No. Oh, I know what it is. Robotuner? Mm-hmm. The buttocks? Yes. That's <laughs> motherfucker. I'm, I'm wow. going to accept that answer, but it is called, the technical uh, term for it is the gluteus maximus. Gluteus, okay. All right. Uh, Stockholm is the capital and largest city of what country? Robotuner? Sweden. Correct. Which it's also the home of the syndromes, too. Yeah. Which outspoken former Scientologist was the female lead in the hit sitcom King of Queens? Oh, oh shit. shit. What is her name? Huh? I never watched the show. I did. It was good. What is her name? She was in a lot of stuff. I don't know. Kevin Bacon Sideville. Ow, ow. Who? Kevin Bacon. Kevin, Kevin Bacon, Bacon. Sideville. What? He's oh, never- Kevin James. Shit. 
Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Kevin James is a male lead on that show. I was show. like, I don't think Kevin Bacon's ever been in a movie with her or a TV. Was she in Footloose? I don't know Footloose. <laughs> is that another Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon? <laughs> uh, he's trying to make it. I don't remember her name. Leah Remini. Leah Re- oh, okay. First published in 1842, The Mask of the Red Death is a short story by which American writer? 1842. Uh, Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue. No. <laughs> Are you just saying that to... He's just putting some shit together there. Or was that an answer? No, no, not that. Okay. No. I didn't think it was, because he didn't say your name. Say my name, say my name. Thunder K or Edgar Allan Poe? Yes. Damn. Oh, nice. I was going to say Mark Twain. What 1982 American science fiction horror film was directed by John Carpenter and starred Kurt Russell? Robotuner. The Thing. Correct. Also based on a Stephen King story. What 1992 American drama film tells the story of a preparatory school student who takes a job as an assistant to a blind, irritable, retired army officer? Oh, I don't know. I know the movie. I just can't think of the name. I've seen the movie. You guys have 20 minutes till the return of Funky Town Podcast. That's oh, right. Oh, that's we do. exciting. That's all right. We do. I thought he was going Wednesdays. He decided we, Sunday. No, huh? he's going to Sunday. Tell us we have 20 minutes to finish our show. So let's go. Okay. Well, y'all got to answer the fucking questions. I don't know it. I never said. Scent of a woman. Scent of a woman. Mm. Oh yeah, uh, Alex Anton. Scent of a woman. There must be something wrong with Al Pacino's nose, cause the scent of a woman's like rotten tomatoes. <laughs> the penny farthing, okay. also known as a high wheel, was the first machine to be called a what? The penny farthing mm-hmm. machine. Oh, it's like a robo tuner. Mm-hmm. A change machine. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. Then. The penny farthing, also known as a high wheel. Oh, is it Alex? Uh, a bicycle? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it's like you got that huge wheel on the top, and then the what? Yeah, that's right. Like that. Born into a family of Dutch Americans, who was the only U.S. president to speak English as a second language? Robert Turner. Mm-hmm. Martin Van Buren. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's actually Von Buren. That's the correct pronunciation. Of course. What's and his favorite you know color? There. How I know that is because. The Van Halen brother, Van Halen, they were also Dutch. Oh, gosh. I love how you get a little extra history lesson after yeah. every question that he answers. Yeah, because he knows lots of details. Yeah. What former Chicago Bears teammate won a Super Bowl as a player assistant coach and a head coach? <laughs> I just skipped the question. <laughs> Mike Ditka. Oh, yeah, uh, like I was going to know Mike did. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I know he was a I know coach. I didn't know he actually played for the team at some point. All right, you ready? I, I know y'all are going to jump on this one. You ready? Yeah. You won't know it. Gilda Radner was one of the seven original cast members of which NBC okay. sketch comedy show? Saturday Night Live. Correct. <laughs> Alex the Intern, your butthole. How am I a butthole? Uh, seen as a masterpiece of the modernist movement, the love song of J. Alfred True Frock is a poem by which late American British poet? Repeat the question. You're not going to know the answer. Um, 
I don't even know the answer. Uh, Thunder K, is it Star Wars? No, it's T.S. Eliot. I would have known that. No, you wouldn't have. I would have. I know the name T.S. Eliot. Yeah, yeah, I know the name T.S. Eliot. Stands for tough shit. All right, ready? (laughs) SpaceX, an American aerospace manufacturer, was founded in 2002 by which entrepreneur? I said it first. Elon Musk. Correct. Elon Musk. I said it fast so y'all can answer me. In two in the two thousand eight superhero film The Dark Knight, which actor played the character Look, Batman? Alex Anton. Uh-huh. Christian Bale. Correct. Which US state located on the eastern seaboard partially falls in the central time zone? Thunder K. What was the question? <laughs> which US state located on the eastern seaboard partially falls in the central time zone? How is this a Al- thing? Alex the intern, is it Virginia? He's got a. He, well, he said, you lose. He said his name first. What's your answer? Uh, Alabama. No. No, Eastern. Well, that's East, didn't it? No, no. You're thinking of Georgia or Arkansas. Arkansas. Do you have an answer? Robot tuner. I don't know. Uh-huh. Alabama. No. No. Florida. Oh. I'm like, how is Florida in Central? Where in Florida Maybe is far Central? West, far northwestern Florida, right? Like right on the tip. Maybe Alabama's East. I'm sorry to tell you that. No, you said Arkansas. You what? said Arkansas. I was saying, no, he didn't. Literally, because right you questioned me, you said, she said east. No, I know, <laughs> but she said easternmost, like on the, the coastline. All right, I know. The coastline. Well, I didn't know. When referring, what are you, the end all be all? I am the leader. Enough. I am. Anyway, when referring to the Worldwide Youth Organization based in Geneva, Switzerland, what does the acronym YMCA stand for? <laughs> oh, not the. Not no, the not YMCA that we know of, but the one over there. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that there was a separate Alex one in Switzerland. Stupid. Dude, it's when referring to the worldwide youth organization based in Geneva, Switzerland. Oh. What does the acronym YMCA stand oh, okay. for? Robotuner, sorry, I misunderstood the context yeah, of I, the I, question. Because yeah, I, I think, I thought you were saying what. Like what YMCA stands for over there versus what it is here. Okay, enough. Young enough men's Christian association. Correct. It's fun to stay there too. Which theorem is a fundamental relation in Euclidean geometry among the three sides of a right triangle? Alex, the intern, uh-huh. and equilateral. No. Thunder K trigonometry. No. Because <laughs> three sides, I get it. <laughs> Robotuner? Uh-huh. Clitoris. What the fuck is wrong with you? It's the Pythor- <laughs> Pythagorean theorem. Well, well you, know you said clit earlier. Yeah. We all heard it. I said clit? Yes. Yeah. Did you really just call... Read the, the question Euclidean. Yeah. Euclidean. There you yeah. go. Did you really just call the Pythagorean <laughs> theorem? Yeah, I can't say it. I don't... Pythagorean Whatever. I don't know how to say it. With a pattern that... Go in uh, look, way. I've That's never had to say it. Sense. I've never taken that class. I don't yes, fucking have. know. Yes, you have. If I did, I was in my teenage years. No, the, the thing that got me is you said theorem wrong. Mm. Whatever, <laughs> I don't give a shit. You discovered that in your teenage years. <laughs> You've taken college algebra. You've done the polyvalent. I didn't take college algebra. I did not take college algebra. I took a different class because I couldn't pass college algebra. Thank maybe, you. Maybe if you knew the theorem, you'd be I couldn't. Able to I couldn't memorize the. I had to take remedial. I math. couldn't. I couldn't memorize the formulas. I tried. I just couldn't memorize them. Yeah, I sucked I when it came sheet. to that too. Huh? I get a cheat sheet. Yeah, they wouldn't let me have a te- cheat sheet. 
They let you have a cheat sheet? That's why you take a calculator. That's why you... They wouldn't let me take a calculator. That's why you cheat. There were tests that I, I would take... I've never understood why math class won't let you use a calculator. Because as soon as I ditch math class, I've got a calculator. Yeah, like, right. like actual mathematicians use You still have to know the formulas. You still... I don't know why you can't use it. I mean, it's not like I'm going to be sitting up against a bulletin board. Okay, guys, listen. I got to, I got to do this in my head. I can't use my calculator, so put it away. Put it away. All right. I need a calculator slope. Give me a second. I'm I need a slope a- because what I'm doing at my job requires nothing of those things at all, ever, and never will. Anyway. Anyway. Um, established in 1872, what became the world's first national park? Thunder K. Yosemite? No. I don't know. Wait, Alex, the intern. Is it Yellowstone? Yes. Alright, this is my last question. Okay. During. At five foot three, who was the shortest player ever to play in the National Basketball Association? Robotuner? Uh huh. Was it Scotty Pippen? No. Mm. Do you know how tall Scotty Pippen is? Never mind, I was thinking. <laughs> Alex Scotty Pippen. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is yeah. a comedian. Are character. you out of control He's, over there? He no, is only 5'3". Well, you might as well have said tattoo. I, I know who it is. <laughs> I can see him, but I, can, I don't know his name because I'm not with the sports. You know who I thought it was? Who? The guy on the Mavericks, but it's not him. It's the dude that was on uh, Looney Tunes, the original Looney, Michael Jackson. Oh, Space uh, Jam? Michael, Jackson, Michael Jordan. Uh, yeah, Space Jam. Space Jam. He was on Space Jam? Yeah. I think it was like okay. the, one of the beginning scenes. No, he had his basketball powers taken away by. <laughs> mm. Well, okay. Well, anyway, this is the last. What's his name? Oh, I thought you were guessing. No, no I wasn't uh, guessing. Muggsy. Yeah, that's him. Bogues. Mug- that's, that's him. Oh, okay, I don't remember that name at all. I don't even know if I said his name right. I'm sorry if I okay. didn't. Well, who won? Uh, Alex. Bobo Tuner. I would. I win. Nobody okay. stumped me today. All right. Who's second? Me. Only by a question, though. God, I suck today. It's all right. So this game is a <laughs> because well, he won and he won and you're last. Well, they all well, yeah, because I didn't stump the Robo Tuner. Well, uh. they all can be. All right, let's play that ex that exit music, yo. As always, if you have something you'd like to t- for us to talk about on the show, drop us an email at robotuner at uh, robotuner2020 at gmail.com. Call and leave us a voicemail at 682-325-1379. Follow us on Facebook and on Instagram at TheRoboTuner. And we are live most Sundays between 7 and 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Till then, we'll see you next week. Red Pants. Doing the podcast. Get on me. Doing the podcast. Red Pants Theater. Doing the podcast. You can't put the chains on, RoboTuner. Red pants.